everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Power Athlete Radio featuring The Crew, where a former pro football player, a D3 all-star, and a guy who peaked in high school use strength and conditioning as an excuse to talk about everything but. Now here's John, Luke, and Tex. Drive on. Kick the wheels right before the hammer strikes to make sure the levels fall from low. I got them girls shining oh so bright. We're we're rolling. Speed. <laughs> I think we're rolling. Man. What was this? 442, you said? 442, episode 442, Power Athlete Radio. I we gotta begin with the weather before we get into our question because this is all right. Let's all right. Well, let's eventful right. for Austin and area. Break. Hey Power Athlete Nation. Welcome to another episode of Power Athlete Radio. I'm John. I'm and sitting here with Tex. Hello. Good to hear you. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a Monday today that we're recording this. It's a cool Monday because yesterday we had a massive snowstorm here in Austin, Texas. Like I'm talking like old school, like when we would go drive up to Mammoth Deal where we were making uh, snowmen. We were out there having snowball fights. Uh, we were stealing uh, cookie sheets so that the kids could go sledding at the neighbors. They were out there and my kids were completely unprepared for this type of weather. Uh, they were wearing just like thin, like gloves. They had no hats on Their Like jackets are not Gore-Tex. They're like nylon. So they got soaked, which was pretty epic because we were out there for a couple hours and they were absolutely frozen and soaked. It was awesome. Yeah. The, I got caught driving the old great white Buffalo truck in the snow. Mm. How was that? It, it was, uh, I got a little nervous. Really? Why? Well, multiple reasons. My tires don't have the best tread sure. on them. And then my... Uh, Which one's the front or the back? Yes. Well, I, I know two of them are worse than others. Uh, the, the backs backs are the worst. Okay. Should I have the betters on the back? Nah, ideally, I always like the best, uh, the be- the most tread up front and the rear. But the problem is you have a Detroit locker in there, which means that both wheels get equal power. So uh, usually in the snow, something like a Detroit locker is not advantageous if you don't understand it a little bit. Yeah, I it had it had locked on me one time just during the rain. So I knew with the snow, good thing it actually hit earlier. Yeah. Now I could uh, just take my sweet, sweet time. Uh, I was that guy driving mainly because my defrost and then the truck. Yeah, we got to fix that. It doesn't work. Uh, let's uh, let's write that down on the list. I mean, we got to do crossover steering. We got to get your defrost mm-hmm. fixed. Um, there's a couple little things we got to do to that sucker. I mean, she's been uh, the fact that you've daily driven an 86 K30 6.2 non or uh, non turbo diesel uh, for as long as you have basically trumps any of the dudes that think that they're hard asses and bad asses with square bodies. Well, with the range of weather, including now we reached new heights of my windshield wipers. Uh-huh. Since the window was not defrosting, basically the snow is hitting it and then the wipers were just packing it down. So imagine uh, like yeah. full range of motion of the wipers getting down to this little smidge. So kind of like the guy on the Smith machine just doing 45, uh, 45 degree back squats. Yeah, or pull-ups in mm. the the old school days before ki- kipping kipling was invented where uh, guys would just coupling short it. it's more like coupling <laughs> yeah you're yeah. coupling to the bar yep so i had uh on 290 highway i had to pull over twice at two gas stations and i had my lacrosse stick in the car uh-huh. 
So I was using that as my window scraper. You yeah. don't, I just don't carry one of those. Uh, we got to we got to fix that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when it gets a little warmer, come springtime, uh, we'll figure out a solution because you got to have defrost. I mean, the reason your windows are frosting is it's colder outside than it is on the inside. So you got to drive with your door or your window cracked. Um, but the problem is, is that with snow kind of building up that if you don't have a way to heat the windshield to kind of melt it a little bit, you're fucked. Yeah. And, so, and, and, and I guarantee you're not waxing your windshield or putting rain axe or any of those chemicals on the windshield, which I tend to um, when I wax my truck or if I take it somewhere, I always tell them, like, make sure you wax my, uh, my windshield. So, like, I know um, uh, all right. there's this thing called uh, a ceramic coating where these guys like uh, do like paint correction and they basically create like take this stuff. I don't know if it's gimmicky. I've never done it. I've seen a bunch of stuff about it and they uh, it's like a high end detail. And what they do is they put this kind of ceramic bonding on the car, which allegedly is supposed to make it, um, you know, impervious to elements and you don't have to wash it as much. And and, and I just uh, I remember seeing a, uh, knowing somebody had it done and they actually did the windshield. And as you were sitting in the car, like any bead of, of uh, rain or any type of moisture would just be like whoosh, gone. And I remember thinking like. Man, that's pretty cool. So I just started waxing my windshield because I've never done ceramic coating. But um, maybe at some point in the future, if I ever got a new truck, I would. So, well, this is episode 442. Uh, it's marking a very interesting day for us because not only is it snowing, uh, but our podcast has taken it down to two people. Mr. Luke has moved on and we had a farewell podcast with him. But from this point on, it's going to be John and Tex until maybe we add a third one. But who knows? We don't know. We don't know what's in the future. But Today is a uh, crew episode. We're going to answer some dope questions and we're going to get you some excellent answers and uh, we're going to reach out on the hotline. And that hotline number is. You got it memorized? No. 929-464-4640. That's 929-464-464-0. Correct. Ing, ing, zero. If you still have one of those touch tone phones. Today, we got a great question about our methodology course and our block one coaches testing track. Well, we got one coming up here in January, which is uh, uh-huh. proven out to be pretty excellent. So we're proven, uh, proven that it, it'll be an excellent weekend in January. But by the time our caller here gets that advice, it may be a little cut in a little too close. Well, you know what? Uh, we're going to have in the spring. So uh, yes. we, we run them four times a year every quarter. Uh-huh. So uh, those that are coming to the January descent or uh, winter one, I like to say the cold weather, even though there's not really winter here in Texas, but for the snow, uh, except for for yesterday, uh, we're going to have an epic one. So and the next one's lined up for March and then no set date for the following one, but feeling around June, May in the strength and conditioning world and community is pretty epic. So we we back in that with uh, with a June block one. So you think Sornex is going to have summer strong? I am an optimist. Uh, I, I know they're having winter strong. I just I, I got an RSVP if I'm going to go, but I don't think I'm going to be able to squeeze it out uh, like I did in years past with uh, just doing some of the hiring and some of the uh, uh, you know new acquisitions we're looking to do to add to our team here at Power Athlete. So um, if you guys are interested, check out the postings. We're going to have some stuff hitting on social media and a few different ways as we're looking to add to our team. But why don't we jump in and answer our question from the hotline all right so to set the stage our power athlete methodology is an online strength and conditioning education course full-blown we have uh nine segments nine uh, modules Modules. 
deep diving into the definition of athleticism, principles of strength and conditioning, coaching movement. So we set up our squat, step and lunge, the execution of the primal movements that make up our definition of athleticism and then provide a programming track for you to apply as you progress through this education experience. And now it, it culminates once you finish the online base level of knowledge for the opportunity for you to step into the arena and then test your base level of knowledge and your ability to coach and teach movement. And it's not only a testing experience, it's also an educational experience because you're lifting with the crew here, you're getting coached up by us, and we provide a lot of opportunity to deep dive the methodology beyond what is experienced online. It's also an indoctrination in a lot of ways. I mean, when guys come out here to the ranch, they get to not only see behind the curtain for Power Athlete, but create part of their community. Uh, the individuals that they're taking the seminar with end up being lifelong friends. And um, once people pass and they enter into our coaches network, uh, you know, that entitles them to just a whole bunch of access to not only Power Athlete, but the people and really a, a powerful, strong community that exists of Power Athlete Block One coaches. So we're always excited to add new people into our network and to find some absolute rock stars like we do every time so let's get rocking what uh what is our loyal listener mike mike long time caller first time mike. listener long time uh, caller first time no he listens so much that his wife is well aware of us and what we do and that is the the context for the question he needs right. some advice for how to communicate to a sigo about coming to the ranch let's do it what's up power athlete mike here again um, call in in reference to the methodology block one course. My wife has given me the okay to sign up after many years. Uh, I'm facing some knee surgery here shortly, so I figured this would be a perfect way to spend my time recovering. And I had a question for y'all. What she's she's not unaware of the block one test. What would be the speech? that I could give my wife to convince her to let me come from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, all the way to the Power Athlete Ranch. Because uh, I don't know if she's going to go for it. Anyways, I appreciate <laughs> Not you with guys. that attitude. <laughs> I hope that uh, you guys are having a good new year, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right. All Thanks, right. Mike, for reaching out. Um, man. How to convince your significant, oh, what speech do you need? I mean, the first one that comes to mind is from, you know, Animal House. You know, did we quit when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And they're like, hmm. Germans? And he's like, he's on a roll. No, but really, uh, Tex referenced it early on. Um, at the Power Athlete Block One Coaches Test, and at least the way that I viewed it is more a lot like Teddy Roosevelt's The Man in the Arena. It's not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust, sweat, and blood. Who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasm who, uh, and great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So that was a speech from Teddy Roosevelt called The Man in the Arena. 
and uh, something we have not only here on the wall here in the podcast room, but um, I know my brother, Ed, who's an attorney out in California, and I talk quite often about it. He's like, you know, it's so easy to cast stones from from outside. The people that sit and watch everybody always are the armchair quarterbacks. They're the Monday morning quarterbacks. I mean, we're seeing it in not only sports, but also in, in politics and the political landscape. It's so easy to sit on the outside uh, and, you know, make observations. But to really be the man in the arena, the one who's marred by dust and blood, you got to be actually in the arena and you got to put yourself out there. So I think for our listener, why he's trying to convince his wife, I think that there needs to be a sense of urgency of like, I've done this. This is what I want to do. These are the people I want to be associated with. I want to go out and be tested. I want to be judged. I want to interact. I want to put myself in the arena and actually know how good or bad I am and then be able to go back and make changes. I don't think if we ever put ourselves out there, if we don't ever uh, encounter certain tests, we're ever going to officially know what we can accomplish. And so my advice to you, Mike, our listener, when discussing with your wife, quoted the Tony, uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Maybe she won't think it's just a bunch of dudes out in Austin, Texas, drinking beers, eating barbecue, and like some guys weekend, you're gonna be wasting some dough, but something actually that you can come home with. Uh, that bitch in three by three block that I weld that is not purchased but earned uh, by completing the the, the test. So um, I don't know why she wouldn't want you to be the man in the arena. Uh, it seems like an easy, easy one for me. But again, I think you got to be smart. You got to be able to project that to her and be able to give us a uh, decent opportunity to to wow her. And we're not sure if you're going to use this to coach your uh, any athletes you're working with or apply to your kids. So we needed more context there. If listeners want that context, they'd have to listen back to your previous calls. But this is an opportunity for you now, instead of saying how this would benefit your career or your kids and the normal appeal that we may say, hey, present this to her. Uh, I would lean towards John's of this is an opportunity for you to challenge yourself because the test is not easy. We do provide you the study guide to prepare. The online experience is that you can apply the information and coach it up. And now it's your chance to step up to the plate and we can think of an infinite number of sports. There are a lot of sports uh, analogies Uh we can give for this one. But at the end of the day, and um, this is kind of something I, I, I was, my daughter's play, or sorry, my, my one daughter plays basketball. So she has practiced a couple of days a week and then we have games on Saturdays. And it's pretty interesting how, like as a kid, you have all these opportunities to go out and compete and learn and train and do this. And then as, as an adult, um, it's really easy to get disconnected from that stuff. And you have to be constantly putting yourselves out or putting yourself as an individual out to not only challenge yourself, but learn more uh, new skills and put yourself in a a deficit and go out and learn something that you're not good at. And I think as a kid, when kids are younger, we even have kids, we're constantly pushing this skill acquisition. And then we develop these skills. We kind of find what we like. And then as we tend to get older, um, we don't put ourselves out there in the same way. There is no, hey, it's Saturday, 3.30, we're going to play hoops and and you're, you're competing against this new team. So there's not as many opportunities. And I think when they present themselves you have to seize them and really go in there and try to kick the door off the hinges and uh you know be able to measure yourself against people that are are there and the people that have come before you um we've been doing this for a couple years uh we have over 150 coaches in our network uh you know thousands of people have been through the methodology and with the idea of athleticism and that definition of the ability to seamlessly and effortlessly combine primal movement patterns through space to accomplish a known or novel task which I have repeated at nauseum 
many, many times, but that's the definition of athleticism. Really, the blueprint for challenging and developing athleticism starts with this methodology and also with the Bedrock program. So being able to immerse yourself in that information, show up, prove competence and proficiency and challenge your way into it. Um, I, dude, I, it's what I strive for everybody. Uh-huh. And a key word I always love to pull out of the, the definition of athleticism is accomplish a known and a novel task. And if we're speaking to the block one weekend where we, I mentioned we hand out a study guide to help prepare our coaches that are coming to test, that is the known. But there still is this novel part of the weekend. But the beauty is you have every single tool within your toolkit to have success with the novel experience for you to be a good teammate for you to demonstrate your character when we do put you in a stressful situation, whether that's standing up to speak or some of the physical challenges that we have here on the ranch, trust that you do have if you prepare, you lift weights, you speak, and you come in with a, a good attitude, you have all the right tools to succeed and hell walk away feeling like you gave everything you got, pass or fail, we still want you to feel like you gained and earned something that weekend. One of the lines from uh, Teddy Roosevelt's The Man in the Arena, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but uh, but who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasm and great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause? So I think a big part of that is finding yourself a worthy cause, throwing yourself into it, coming in and challenging and battling, and uh, wanting to prove yourself. So I think... If you can recite this to your wife, I would I would recommend writing it down, memorizing it because it always sounds more uh, more appealing when you can actually just bust it out out of memory. Um, uh, but being able to say, you know what, this is important. This is what these guys are about, and more importantly, I want to be the man arena. I want to go and challenge myself. I want to push myself outside my comfort zone and execute something that not a lot of people have. And I think um, I think she would support you in that endeavor. Uh, I think as a, you know, being married and having a spouse and that, I mean, anytime, uh, you know, my wife or kids or, or anybody wants to do something to push themselves out, outside their comfort zone, I'm always in support. Um, I, I feel that like, you know, the, the lollipop of mediocrity is so easily licked by just complacency. So don't be complacent, push yourself out there and, uh, you know, knock out the methodology and we'll see you here at the block one in 2021. Yeah, our, our previous podcast with the Camp Gladiator folks, we did speak to the importance of you as a professional. In our respect, it was the fitness community, but having something outside of your profession that is a skill that forces you to focus. Mason spoke to the, the piano and then he we gave him a tour of the ranch and he was very complimentary into how important that he viewed the the body shop up top yeah. <laughs> that you were investing in in your skill development in things that would are not related to your profession. You found a way to bring it into you. Well, 2021, um, if you take a look, I mean, that is the year for I Am Legend and also for Mad Max. What? Yeah, I Am Legend was 2021 based off of a virus vaccine that went awry. And then also Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I mean, uh, I don't think it was Beyond Thunderdome. I think the original Mad Max was 2021. So I think all this, you know, the welding, the fabricating and all this has just been, you know, building to, you know, have to build into the world vehicles. So. So if if you need that done, I know a guy. Yeah. And I guess the the block one is that opportunity where you come <laughs> yeah. knocking at the fence. 
you know the passcode. Yeah, no, it's good. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah, we got a uh, we have a strong group of individuals. I mean, I'm always uh, constantly amazed by not only like the people that we've pulled in, like Sam and Rob Xline and Alfred on the nutrition side, but just uh, you know uh, everybody from Xanis and you know uh, Ad, you know uh, Adam Campbell and just a lot of the guys that we interact with uh, are just really high quality, extremely intelligent well thought out and well sorted coaches. So I'm, I'm always constantly impressed by the people that not only come, but come and challenge themselves and then do very, very well. Yeah. That's, that's another benefit. If you're looking for a, a group that does iron sharpens iron and that yeah. whole respect to that, that Bible verse, all of these people, they mean, been, we didn't invent that. You mean, I didn't come up with iron sharpens iron as one, as one man sharpens another. No, it's the Bible. I yeah. Know. The, but the, they know the hardship or the challenge in which they faced and they invested in themselves to better each other. So when they know that someone joins the collective, the block one collective, that's that's worth something. So they show you a high level of respect. And then there is the opportunity to challenge one another through the the, the communication, the book club, the question, the soundboards, all of which the network is is offering itself. There's a lot to appeal I would begin to to break apart Teddy Roosevelt's man in the arena and see if there's things you can pull out to present that, hey, this is a challenge that you are seeking for 2021 to to better yourself as a understander of movement, strength and conditioning, and most importantly, finding your voice and having that confidence to step into any weight room, any opportunity, uh, protecting your kids from poor coaching and have the the understanding, the knowledge, the confidence to stand up for quality movement. Tex, what do you think he needs to do to ensure success? Because here's the deal. If he's if he's getting up there and giving an impassioned speech, you know, Teddy Roosevelt's man in the arena to his wife as a like catalyst to get him down here. What things can he do coming to the block one to ensure that he goes home victorious? Ooh, baby. Well, I would lean on that study guide that we do provide. And then understand that you are teaching movement. And then you have a, once you do sign up for the test, we enter you into this, this collective group that are, are all preparing. And our, we have some block one coaches that help provide guidance for that group. But it is knowing your limitations and your shortcomings as a lifter or sprinter or an athlete, but then understanding those shortcomings to a point where you can out coach, out teach, your limitations as a mover and an athlete Mm -hmm. because that that is the coach so at the same respect of you shouldn't apply a program you've never done you will get to a point and a level as a professional coach that you are coaching athletes that are um, capable of amazing things that you will never be able to do but if you understand the principles of strength and conditioning how to coach the movement that we are testing you within the block one, you will go a long ways as a coach. So now that compare with, if you understand movement, it's the opportunity for you to really deep dive, understand leadership because you're not worried about over coaching or under coaching or writing the perfect program. You focus on those little things that go so far as a coach. Awesome. Well, I think uh, I think we've armed you sufficiently with enough information to go out and not only wow your wife, but uh, prepare you to be successful because I would hate for you to go through all of this and then leave empty handed. 
because then you would have to come back because, you know, now you're marred with blood and dust and I got to get back in the arena. I got to go in and compete. So my goal for you would be to execute the methodology, dive into the study guide, really look at the writing piece and the answering of the questions and understand exactly what's required of you to execute and pass this thing and then come in. Uh, you know, self-doubt has killed more people than anybody. So don't have any self-doubt. Know you've done the work. Be confident. Come in and, you know, effectively take that thing, earn it and feel that you left there uh, with, you know, nothing left. Uh, you provided everything out to us. And, uh, you know, the only thing left to do is just take your block and, uh, you know, go drink a beer and have some fun. High five with your buddies or your new friends and then go home and show your wife all the hard work that you've done up until that point. And put it on the mantle yeah. so oh, all yeah. the family knows that you did this. Yeah, I, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for you. I, uh, I, you know what? I hope uh, that you do execute the methodology and you make it out here and to test. And we get and you give us your best. And we give us or we give you our best, and we see who's victory on the other side. So, uh, good luck, and uh, we'll see you sometime in 2021. I think we killed it. Yes. Thank you for submitting your question. Mike to any, the hotline, which to is the hotline. What is it? Hold on. Hold on. What is it again? 929? 929-494-9490. 929-464-464-0. 929-464-464-0. Correct. Okay. I'll remember that. I will yes. never I, I will never falter on that one. All right, people. Bye. Now it's time for you to empower your performance. Head to PowerAthleteHQ.com backslash training to choose from a number of programs to meet your specific performance goals. And if you like to break a mental sweat too, visit Academy.PowerAthleteHQ.com and become a real stakeholder in you or your athlete's success. Until next time, bye!